Well, the Emmy Award nominees were announced today. I remember back not that long ago, and I didn't even watch that much TV um, in my 20s when I had seen every show that was nominated at least once. That started to change, I guess, in the early knots when shows like The Sopranos and The Wire and so on came out on networks that we didn't actually have much access to here in Canada, at least. And now, of course, you look at the nominees and think, hmm, those all look good. I should watch a few of those at some point. I have seen a few of them. I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating. I've seen quite a few of them, but certainly not all of them. Nowhere close. But we did find out what is considered the best on the small screen these days, the annual Emmy Award nominations. HBO's Succession led the way with 25. Here's a clip from the drama. Do you think it's possible to sue a person, uh, a, a grandparent, for example, uh, in a way which is like like in an affectionate way that might that might convey like i love you and i i'm glad you're part of my life but i am taking legal action against you (laughs) i've seen an episode of succession it's very good i'll have to watch the rest of it who has time but uh i hear it's very good 25 nominations uh hbo's the white lotus and apple's ted lasso picked up 20 each here's ted lasso i mean my wife left me my dad left me you more than anyone in the world knows how I feel when I get abandoned. And you just left. I wrote about that. It's all in the letter I left for you. The letter? The, the, okay. You mean this? This right here? Guess what? I'm not going to read your letter. Ever. Okay? You got something you want to say to me, just say it to my face. Ted Lasso is excellent. I watched all of that uh, over the holidays. Uh, Netflix's The Squid Game broke some ground. Of course, it's filmed in Korean. It's the first non-English language series to be nominated for TV's top honor, best drama. One of 14 nominations in all. If you've seen it, you know what this sound is. (laughs) Squid Game. So HBO and Netflix leading the way, yet another reminder that the TV battles now are really being fought out on streaming services. That's nothing new. There are also some nods to Canadians, including the late comedian Norm Macdonald, Martin Short, Sandra Oh. Joining me now with more on this from Toronto is the co-executive producer of ET Canada, Jody Davis. Always a big day, the Emmy nominations. Yes, it is, especially if you're a TV fan. Yeah, so, so I mean, obviously Succession, people have been talking about it a lot. Squid Game, uh, people have been talking about that a lot. But uh, there were some, some, some shows that got, uh, that got a big nod today, in the nominations at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Succession, obviously, as you, you mentioned, was the big one, 25 nominations, and more importantly, 14 acting nominations, which is a record. Basically, if you were on screen in Succession, you probably got nominated today. Um, Scree- uh, Squid Game, as you said, also breaking uh, some barriers with their nominations. Uh, and a nice little uh, comedy called Abbott Elementary, uh, I think, shocked some people by having uh, getting nominated for Outstanding Comedy Series. Uh, so that was good to see as well. Yeah, what were some of the uh, what were some of the highlights? Did you think from the nominees? I know that uh, Squid Game uh, broke broke some new ground, uh, as did as did in the comedy category as well. Yes, uh, I, I think obviously Squid Game, you know, breaking barriers, uh, first Asian um, drama nominated, uh, some acting nominations for them as well. But I did like seeing some uh, other nominations, uh, uh, like the flight attendant for Kaylee Cuoco, Elle Fanning and Nicholas Holt for The Great. If you haven't watched The Great yet, it's a must watch. They, they are great. They are great together. Uh, so that was awesome to see. Um, Ted Lasso again, another big uh, day for them. Uh, you know, basically the whole cast was nominated and also up for Outstanding Comedy. 
Um, and as I said, Abbott Elementary is a, it's a, this little show that sort of came out of nowhere last year on, on ABC and here in global TV here in Canada. Uh, it did pick up outstanding comedy series, uh, some acting nominations as well. And I think some people are expecting that it could be the big uh, sleeper uh, win, winner when, when the Emmys come out in September. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's always interesting because uh, obviously now this has become a it used to be a battle, a network battle. Now it's a streaming service battle. So who uh, who is looking good? Who is patting themselves on the back today? Yes, definitely. It is like, uh, as you sort of mentioned, streaming is definitely dominating. Um, You have Netflix with uh, Squid Game and uh, Stranger Things. Um, You have Hulu Disney Plus uh, here in Canada with the only murders in the building. And there's Prime with um, The Great, uh, Miss Marvel, Marvel's Miss Marvel. Um, And then also also HBO, obviously a big one, Barry, um, a bunch of other shows on there, Creep Your Enthusiasm, Hacks. Um, so in succession, obviously the big one there. And then Apple TV, you know, sneaking in there with Ted Lasso, uh, Severance also um, got some nominations and the morning show. So it was remarkable. I, I mean, I was looking at HBO, 108 nominations, Netflix, <laughs> 105, you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's, those I are mean, big, numbers. To, big numbers. Yeah. To think how much things have changed in a decade. Mm-hmm, for sure. Like I think really other than Abbott Elementary, I, I'm having a tough time uh, coming off the top of my head of, of, of sort of network television that got nominated um, a lot, as we said, like all the big categories, best drama series, you look at it, Better Call Saul, AMC, Euphoria, HBO, Ozark, Netflix, uh, Severance, Apple TV, Squid Game, Netflix, Stranger Things, Netflix, Succession, HBO, and Yellow Jackets, Showtime. So none of them are uh, network television networks shows. So what's that looking like now in terms of just the battle that's going on between these streaming services for eyeballs? Because obviously quality original programming is the key uh and they must just be fighting tooth and nail against each other for for those eyeballs and it shows in terms of what we're watching today in the nominations yeah for sure i think what it really comes down to is that they want the big star so to you know when apple tv first came out they were very splashy uh bringing people like jen aniston and reese witherspoon and oprah to their platform um which other you know um, streaming services couldn't do but now as you see you know each year there's someone you know breaking out a little bit more than the other that it they're really going after those big stars of the and to, to you know drive people to their streaming services because you know as you probably realize if you buy all of them it's costing you more than what it did when you used to have cable and so um you know i think people's money you know is up for grabs and you know netflix had to lay off you know 150 one round and then almost 258 people in the next round so there are you know money is a big big player here and, and they need the eyeballs to get the money but there were again the beauty of entertainment there's always some surprises so you look at something like squid game if you described that show to somebody two years ago <laughs> and said hey listen this is going to be a worldwide phenomenon people would have thought you were you, you were you were out to lunch but uh you know there there were some real surprises in there as well mm-hmm, for sure i think you know obviously squid i think surprises yes i think Coming into today, I would say most people who are in the entertainment industry and critics would have known about 80% of the um, sort of nominations that were going to be there. So, you know, I think people were expecting Squid Game um, in these last couple of weeks to, to get nominated, but it's still a surprise to people who, you know, 
really aren't in in that world. I think another one that uh, people were surprised to see was Pam and Tommy, the uh, limited series about uh, obviously Pamela Anderson and, and Tommy Lee uh, that did got a couple of nominations, including um, nominations for Lily James and Sebastian Stan, who play Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee. Um, I think one of the other big surprises, White Lotus, uh, it was you know a show on HBO Max that a lot of people got into over the summer. Uh, it picked up twenty nominations. I don't think anyone saw that it was going to get that many, especially for the uh, supporting acting category. Uh, I think five of their stars got nominated in that category. Um, and then, you know, Lizzo was another name that was uh, was unexpected to hear today. Who She has a new um, prime video competition show called Lizzo Watch Out for the Big Girls. And that is now got nominated six times. So it puts her, you know, in the same category um, against shows like Nailed It and other sort of competition shows, reality shows that you are used to watching. I think one of the challenges now for the average watcher is that it's very hard to have seen most of these. The good news is, of course, you can catch up if you want, if something mm-hmm. really, really piques your interest. But unlike in the past, I mean, it's it's highly positive. As you mentioned, you know, most people will not have seen a lot of these shows. How does that change the, the dynamic for these sorts of awards? I think what it does is it allows people to discover new things. And when, when you hear like, you know, a good example of this is the Marvelous Miss, Mrs. Maisel back uh, in season one, when it won the Emmy for Best Comedy, I, I, I don't think a lot of people knew what it was. And then afterwards, everyone went out and watched it and discovered how amazing the show was. And, and now, as you know, as, as it's in season four, people <laughs> love that show. And I think that's what it, the Emmys does do. And even on nomination day, you get a little bit of it where people will be like, oh, I've never heard that show. Maybe that's going to be next on my binge list or that's going to be the next thing I watch. Um, and having that sort of recognition by the the Academy and the, and the peers in, in, in Hollywood, people want to see what the sort of it show is and sort of be, no one wants to have, you know, no one wants to fear of missing out on, on things. So I think, you know, when they see something's getting nominated and everyone starts talking about it, it allows uh, more people to come to it. Yeah, we're a long way from everyone gathering around the TV on Thursday night to watch Cheers. <laughs> uh, I'm speaking this half hour with Jody Davis. He's the co-executive producer of ET Canada. We're talking about the Emmy nominations released today. HBO way out in front, 108 nominations. Netflix, 105, but shows like uh, Succession, obviously, with a bunch. Um, 25, Ted Lasso. Uh, and HBO's White Lotus each turned 20 nominations, which is great. Hack 17, only murders in the building, which we were talking about 17 as well. When we come back, some Canadian uh, stories to talk about in the nominations today, and we'll get to that after this. My guest this half hour is Jody Davis. He's the co-executive producer of ET Canada. We're talking about the Emmy nominations today. Uh, shows you've probably heard of, at least shows that had a lot of buzz, like Succession, Ted Lasso, uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Squid Game. These are all shows that got a lot of nominations today. Ozark. Uh, some Canadians to celebrate as well in these nominations, uh, Jody. And, and and I guess none of them are huge surprises, but some nice nods uh, in there mm-hmm. to some some big Canadian stars, some newer ones, but also some very familiar names. Yeah, Sandra Oh obviously is back with Killing Eve. Uh, she's going against her her co-star Jodie Comer. Um, and then, as I mentioned in the previous uh, segment, Seth Rogen uh, nominated for the Pam and Tommy show. Um, Lauren Michaels, who is a mainstay uh, in the television world, uh, Saturday Night Live, up for Outstanding Variety Sketch Series, which she is the uh, EP of. Um, 
I'm trying to think who else. Oh, Norm Macdonald, the late Norm Macdonald. It was uh, great to see that he got nominated for Outstanding Variety Special. Um, he is, though, going against uh, Dave Chappelle, uh, An Evening with Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga, Harry Potter, and Adele. So um, it will be an interesting battle there. It's, you know, it is interesting also to see Dave Chappelle's name in there. In fact, that so many people had, you know, that 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 show the closer was very highly debated and some people say controversial. So it's interesting that he would get a nomination as well. Yeah. It was nice to see Norm Macdonald in there, a possible mm-hmm. nomination. He did three, three nominations for both yeah. for the special um, uh, pre-recorded special category uh, nominated for directors for variety special and outstanding writing in a variety special. So great to see that for, for Norm Macdonald, who of course was a great talent mm-hmm. uh, that we lost. Martin short too. Martin shorts up. That's yes, right. Martin short. Right. And he's got to compete yeah. against Steve Martin for that one. He, he does uh, for best actor in a comedy series. Uh, Only Murders in the Building did quite well. I was surprised though not to see Selena Gomez, who holds her screen time quite well with uh, two comedy legends like Steve Martin and uh, Martin Short, not get nominated for uh, best com- comedic actress. She did get a producer nomination, but uh, she was left out when it came to the acting nominations. But yeah, Steve Martin, Martin Short up for best uh, actor in a comedy for Only Murders in the building so when you look at the list of of all the nominees especially the ones that got a whole bunch of nods are we are we in a good time for tv these days it feels like there's a lot of good uh good programming out there and a lot of big names making doing interesting stuff i mean martin short and and uh, steve martin just to just as an example yeah i think we are i think you know some people are saying you know this is the the new golden age of television um there definitely has been a change you you know five to ten years ago you wouldn't get uh stars like julia roberts steve martin you know in in tv shows and now everybody wants to do tv shows um you know they are the the sort of thing where a lot of a-list movie stars go to and you know and as i sort of said a lot of uh, these streaming services are competing to get the big, to have the money to, to get the big names over because that's what draws um, new new people to the streaming service. So it's you know it is a great time to um, be in television. But I think one of the other interesting thing is is that a lot of these I would don't want, don't want to call them little shows, but shows that you know maybe are surprise hits um, are getting more and more um, attention, and which is great because they are great shows. And you know as a sort of look back on stuff like marvelous mrs Maisel, um even shows like barry atlanta um ted lasso when after season one you know was was a bit of a surprise hit so things like that insecure all those sort of shows which maybe you know 10 15 years ago wouldn't been able to compete with shows like seinfeld and frazier and friends um now are making their way in and proving they're just as uh, as big players as they can be What's interesting about something like Ted Lasso is if you were to watch it episodically, if you were to watch it each week, I'm not sure it would be as good as if you binged it. That's true. And it's interesting that some streamers are taking different approaches with how they release stuff with, you know, again, shows like Only Murders in the Building being released on a certain day uh, every week compared to something like a Ted Lasso, which is given to you. uh, I think they did a little different last year where they released like the first six or seven and then released everything else uh, week by week. But yeah, it, you know, some of these shows feel a lot better when you binge them than they do if you watch them week, week by week. One of the interesting things I found about Squid Game, and I'm wondering if it's going to make a big difference, is it really did open up. And I gather part of the issue was production, because during the pandemic, of course, it's been hard to turn out as much uh, programming as perhaps uh, each of these streaming services would have wanted. So they were starting to cast a wider net, mm-hmm. looking for programming from other parts of the world that could appeal. Has Squid mm-hmm. Game really opened the door now, do you think, for uh, for 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 people to be a little more open to shows from different places and different languages, provided the premise is interesting? 
yeah, I think Squid Game is, is a good example of that. And that there's been others, um, especially, you know, Netflix has done a, a great job at finding these sort of gems uh, from different nations um, and making them successful over here. And I think, as you said, like, I think one of the things that was beneficial um, to the pandemic was that it caused um, the big players in, in the TV industry to think outside the box a bit and not just look at, you know, the States um, and to extend the UK for great content to, to sort of expand that. And you see that, you know, like uh, Amazon has invested heavily in India um, to, you know, try to get some programming out of there. Um, there was a, a few more, you know, even Squid Game's now going to have its own sort of reality show, spinoff competition show. So I think, you know, this is definitely opening the the market to, to great content. I think that is really what it comes down to. I think people are smart enough now not to, you know, follow a schedule and more or less, you know, follow great content. So if the content's great, it doesn't matter where it was produced or who it was produced by as long as it entertains. I can't imagine what the Squid Game reality show is, is, is going to look like. It's, so if you it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. <laughs> Jody, if you were to take all these nominations, if, if, if anyone out there hasn't seen one of them, and I know mm-hmm. this is a tough question, which one would you tell them to start with? Uh, that is a tough one. Uh, I think if you haven't seen any of them, I would start with Succession just because of how amazing the writing is on that show and how well those actors are. Um, you know, some of the dialogue that you see in that that show, there's, I think it was season two, two if I remember right, but there's a, a, a dinner table scene um, that is just so extremely well written, so extremely well pulled off. But to have, you know, uh, basically there's 20, 25 minutes at a dinner scene nothing else is happening, but it's still one, you know, one of the most entertaining scenes in television that I've seen in a long time. Yeah. And it got 25 nominations just to prove you mm-hmm. right as well. Jody Davis, thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you.